The Red and Big Podcast is now live on Twitch, our first ever live stream as a podcast. I am the co-host, Biggs, with me, <laughs> with my other co-host, Red. What's up, dude? How you feeling tonight, man? It's our first one. Hey, man, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling like, you know, it gives us an opportunity to put our face with our name and, uh, and give us an opportunity to, you know, see people uh, and see what they think about us like they can see us, you know? Right. Um, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I think we're going to start tonight by explaining that, you know, uh, Big and Red, you know, our podcast is going to be, you know, all about, you know, talking about who we are, um, you know, through our life stages. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about, you know, all different experiences, whether or not uh, it's experiences from when we were growing up or whether it's experiences uh, that other people's lives, you know, so right. we're going to talk a lot of that and we hope people listen and we hope people, you know, want to hear our experiences in life and, and we hope people, uh, you know, have their own experiences to talk about. Um, Biggs and I came from, you know, the same world, obviously, uh, but in, in two different places, you know, so we grew up maybe eating different things, maybe learning different things, but uh, in, in, in our life at an early stage, we met and it's been created a bond that, uh, that is a really cool bond. So you'll get different opinions, different aspects uh, of where um, his thoughts are compared to my thoughts, not only politically, but just, you know, uh, home values. Uh, we're both good Christians. Uh, we have a, both a lot of faith in, in the Lord. Um, and uh, we don't want to offend anybody out there by saying that. But in sense, uh, you know, that's a big part of what makes us all, you know, brothers and sisters. So, you know, I want to give a shout out to, you know, Jesus Christ. And, uh, and and let everybody know that I pray for them and hope they pray for us. Right. So Biggs, tell tell me a little bit about about you. You're uh, you know we've been friends for over twenty years. You know you're you're a married man, right? You got two beautiful children. One getting ready for a beauty pageant. Um, you know you know I know you put it out in the, on the air that you know you have a wife that uh, is struggling with a medical illness. Mm -hmm. um, I'll let you get into that uh, maybe another podcast. You know myself. You know, I've been married for 20 years. You know, I have a son, a beautiful wife, you know, just like uh, Biggs has. Um, and, you know, like I said, man, we want people to, you know, be entertained by us talking about our life. And we want people to be entertained by talking about their life. If we talk about something that you're like, man, I have a whole different aspect or I have a whole different feeling or I have a whole different thought process on where you're coming from, you know, let us know it, you know, thou shall not judge, you know. Right. Along with being a Christian, you know, we don't judge. So let us hear everybody's thoughts out there. Um, I mean, let's start with some basics, Biggs. Uh, you know, tell me tell me how old you are, bro. Well, I am currently 39 years old, and I will be turning 40 in July. Yeah, nice. So nice. it is a huge milestone, um, and... I honestly don't know how to feel about it, really. Like, it's like, like, wow. Like, once, you know, when you're younger, you know, you're in your teens, you look forward to that, you know, milestone of, okay, you're 13, you want to be 16. Once you hit 16, you want to be 18. Sure. Once you're 18, you want to be 21. Yeah. What do you got to look forward to after that? Yeah, I, I guess mean, retirement, yeah. I guess. But, yeah. like, I mean, 
it, it I mean, is that's a, a good, big milestone, that's a good point. you know? It's a big milestone. I think you put it out there right. I mean, you know, you're, throughout your life, you're reaching for a certain goal, a certain age. You know, what is that age going to produce? Um, and then 40 is kind of scary because it's like kind of going backwards in a sense. Uh, but, you know, I'm also 39. I'm looking forward to 40. You know, I feel like as you get older, you get a little bit more, uh, you know, a professional of your craft. Right. So, you know, not saying that young men and women are stupid or, or anything like that. But I think like, that, you know, whatever they have now in life, whether they're artsy or whether they're good at sports, you know, when they're 40, they're going to be better at sports and they're going to be better at artsy. And it might just be a different way, you know, maybe uh, being able to talk about sports versus being able to play sports, you know, as good as I could when I was 20. I'll tell you when I'm 40, man, I still feel young. I still feel at heart. I, I still feel like, you know what, I still got God's got a lot left in me, whether or not that's a day or whether or not that's, uh, you know, another another 10 years, 20 years, you know. But I feel like it, at sense, you know, I have a lot more to do to help others. And uh, God has a plan for me, but I'm turning 42, and, and I think I got that same outlook. You know, you look forward to becoming 16 or 18. I really didn't look forward to it because if I wanted something that an 18-year-old got, I got it. If I wanted something 21-year-old got, I got it. Right. But in, in sense, again, we came from two different worlds, but I agree with you. Most general people, along with my wife, you know, when she hit the age of 18, she could buy cigarettes instead of stealing them from her. You know, right. from her aunt. Yeah, and not have to worry um, about like asking like people to buy them for you or something. Like yeah, you have you have that right. you know freedom, I guess, if you will, to go out and do something, and the ability, you know, at that point to actually do something like that, you know. So yeah, like, I mean, because I know how, that's how I was when I was, you know, when I was sixteen, I was always asking for people to like, oh, you know, can you do this? Or can, can you buy you me a that? pack of cigarettes? Most of the time, right, yeah, right. they were they they went and did it, but like yeah. I mean, um, now when if I ever had a, I think I had a one time I think it happened to me a young kid freaking asked me to buy, like he asked me to buy him cigarettes. I'm like, all right, five dollars, five extra dollars on top of what it costs. Yeah, <laughs> I made I mean, money people, off the pe <laughs> people do that. People do it. People do it. I mean, listen, I mean, I mean, listen, you know, we just told people we're 39 years old. We told people a little bit about, you know, that that what it feels like to be 39. It's going to feel different to different people. Um, you know, 30, you know, a 40. Let me finish that real quick. So 40, most say that, you know, the things that you did, you know, as a young man or a young woman, you know, you kind of you've done everything. So you're at 40. You're like kind of it's going from there downhill. You know, you're not running as fast. You're not, uh, you know, doing this as fast. Everything's kind of slower. Uh, so it's a little bit different, but I think it's more of an enjoyable life. You know what I mean? Like now it's not, you don't got to worry about a rumor mill at 40 years old. You don't got to worry about drama in a hallway. Right. You don't got to worry about what someone's saying on some kind of platform or social media. I mean, for, for once in life, it's like, you know what? I can just focus on me and the rest is the rest. You know, there's a reason why your past is in your past and in your future you're living. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, right. Like you're not worried about any, uh, you're not still chumped up about any kid that you met in high school that you want to beat his ass or you worried that he did you wrong. Right. At 40, you're not worried about that. No, not at all. Fuck, fuck that. You're worried about where you're going to get your next meal, mm -hmm. your next good time where you're going to relax what you're going to get into and you hope everybody around you does the same thing 
as a kid, you know, you, you think a little different. But and I'm not gonna say every kid. Some kids are different. You know, some kids, you know, grew up a little faster in life when it comes to, you know, what their opinions are. Not that I agree with that. I don't want to look at an 18 year old and think because he or she grew up in a rougher world that now that they, you know, they think they're 40. You know, they still have a lot to learn. You know, right. so. Yeah, man, I didn't know what love was until I met my wife. Uh, you know, I, I thought I did. Man, I thought, you know, in, in high school or whatever, I think, oh, man, I love you, you're my Valentine, you know? And then you realize it's like, whoa, bro, you got to be best friends with your wife. Your wife's got to get down just like you do, but yet be proper and keep you in line. You know what I mean? 100%. She's got to, yeah, I mean, in sense. If if I didn't if my wife didn't feed me right, I mean, man, bro, I would be dirty. I made dinner tonight. You know what I got? Burger King chicken parm. <laughs> hey man, I, I have... made dinner. <laughs> I... <laughs> I have Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I got as I was out freaking late because of yeah, man. I try not to eat fast food at forty. I gave up fast food about five years ago, but. If I can sneak it in, I sneak it in. But now that I'm 40, it's almost like sneak it in because, you know, the yeah. wife, she's going to bake the chicken or she's going to do this or, you know, you got to make sure that, you know, you're not eating this. Like, I'm like, right. I'm from the hood. I, I, you know, I originated in a different part of, of life. So I'm like, you know, let me get this and this. And she's like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like we said before, like, what's canned potatoes? You know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, you know what? I think people should keep listening. They should, you know, they should give us their opinions. It's my first time being on social media. I kept myself off it because even someone as established as myself, you know, it's always, you know, you know, you want to keep yourself kind of back because you don't want the wrong person to get the wrong opinion. But I'm here to tell you that if you know Red, uh, you know, one thing about me, man, I love, but I hate just as fast. So, you know, you're going to hear that in the broadcast. You're going to understand that not only that I'm a Christian, but I do agree and I do have, you know, another side of me that, you know, some would say is a blessing and some would say is not. Biggs, on the other hand, he's got his Christian way. He's got a little bit of the little bit of not going to take the shit because he's learned his own way how not to take the shit. Mm. But, um you know, all, you know, but I don't want anybody to, during any of these broadcasts to ever be offended or nor judge, you know, me or Biggs or right. in any of our situations, you know. Right. Um, I mean, Biggs, so we're talking a little bit about our stuff. What's your most favorite food that you like right now? Is it the same food that was your favorite when you were 18? Was it the same food now that you're 40? I mean, where are you at with your most favorite food? I would have to say. Yes, it's probably still my favorite food to this day, um, you know, when I was a kid. And I'm going to have to say pizza. I mean, I fucking love pizza like you wouldn't believe, dude. I, I could literally eat this shit every day for the rest of my life. And I'd yeah, be perfectly I fine with it. Fucking right, bro. I remember when I was living downtown and you and you, uh, my wife and I, like she first met you. This is the second time she met you and we went and got a pizza and I'm like, what should we get? And you're like, I don't know. I'm getting a large and a gallon. And I'm like, a large and a gallon. And my wife's like, is he getting a large and a gallon to the head? I'm like, what you mean? He's eating that large pizza and that gallon of iced tea is his. <laughs> you know? And she's like, well, should I even get a slice? I'm going to give you a slice. I'm like, hell no. Big ain't going to give you a slice. <laughs> and she's like, fine, no problem. 
And then next thing you know, it's like, <clears throat> I met you the next day for breakfast. And you come over, and my wife finishes, and you're like, are you finished? And, and, and she's like, yeah. And you're like, it's okay if I, if I uh, clean up that plate. And, she, and she's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Man, then right away she got introduced to bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's not like it's not like you're fat, dude. You are a big man. You are a tall, big man. I'm if huge. you look at the app, right? If you look at the appetites of the big defensive ends from from Philadelphia Eagles or any of them guys, they're eating. They're putting their food in. You're a big, tall dude. You know what I mean? So you know you would always get your triple, and I'd always get my single jean. You know. Uh, <laughs> But you know what I with, mean? With the ranch dressing on the fries. Ooh, you gotta eat that ranch dressing. Gotta eat that fucking, ra- that fucking ranch on them fries. Oh my god. You now gotta. that I got older, <laughs> now that I got older, I gotta let the wife eat the ranch dressing because I can't, man. I got, I'm all this. Now that I'm 40, I'm like, listen, man, if I wanna give someone the experience, you know, I don't, you know, men die fast. So I wanna be able to, that's one thing why I'm doing this podcast with you. Like, listen, man, I wanna be seen out there, I wanna be heard. Listen, I'm going to show my face for the first time to the media, and I'm going to let people see me and get my opinion. I hope it makes their day better, and I hope it makes your day better. Right. And I hope it gets you know you, you the opportunity out here on these platforms. But in sense, uh, I don't even eat ranch no more, man. I, I, I do if I'm really naughty, man. Yeah. If I smoke me a big bone, I'm Bro, like, dude. You're, you're the it. one that actually turned me on to that shit, dude. Like, oh, man. I eat the shit off of ranch, but now that I'm 40, I cannot eat it. Used to, I used to eat mayonnaise with French fries. You know what I mean? Little uh, mayonnaise. I can't do that, man. You ain't have no mayonnaise with French fries? Uh. All right, we, this is another whole fucking topic because <laughs> if you don't dip, you know what I mean? Mayonnaise and French I don't dip that up, whole French fries in the Frosty either. That's, that's yeah, I know, I but you, you grew up, right, in, uh, in, 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 in a household where you used, when you had dip for chips, Right, yeah. you had like ranch, you had ranch dip or or whatever. Yeah, right? French onion. Yeah, you know what I had? Mayo. Watered down ketchup. <laughs> watered down ketchup. <laughs> you ain't never dipped your chips in watered down ketchup. I can't say that. <laughs> well, you ain't never had no good ass dip. When I was little, you used the, you take the chip and you dip it in the ketchup. And you do it. When the ketchup gets about 50%, you add 25% water. Shaken. You know what I mean? It's the difference between, like, Heinz versus fucking generic. Where now, if I did that, my wife would be like, you're fucking done. No, actually not. You know, not only do I live on a multi-million dollar property, all this, she's still watering down the laundry detergent. <laughs> my wife is still adding spigot water to the laundry detergent. <laughs> you do understand that, right? I get you gotta do what you gotta do. The other the other day Red Red's always wears the same thing, black. I get one of my black hoodies, I'm like, Oh damn, man, it smells like feet or something. You know what I mean? So I grab another hoodie, I'm like, Damn, this smells like dog shit. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? I'm like, babe, do my laundry stinks so she's like, oh, I've been watering it down. You know what I mean? And what did I say in the beginning of this thing? It's all about marrying your the woman that you love and the woman that's your best friend. I mean, come on now. What motherfucking woman do you know that will be like, I got no problem watering down that shit. I'm doing it ain't telling her. <laughs> she's doing it and she's not like, she's not like, babe, I need lunch. Surgery. She's like, babe, I've been doing that for two weeks. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, it's, you know, like... I mean, it's I... unbelievable. You know what I mean? 
My wife, a normal she, woman. She, she keeps things in line. She she kept me in line all these years. Oh, my wife has absolutely kept me in line. Listen, she's the first person that met Red that said, "Listen, you be you, work, worry about you, worry about your values, and then the people around you will shine." Everybody that's ever met Red has been like, "Listen, not only you be you, but protect me." She's always told me, "Protect myself." And those around me will naturally be protected. A whole different world, you know what I mean? It's a different world when you find the person that you love for the rest of your fucking life. Um, simple as that. But, you know, you when getting married, it's like, the one thing I don't like is the whole theory of, you know, till death do us part. Man, that's the dumbest thing in the world. If you think or anybody thinks that, you know, in your marriage vows, I love marriage vows, I do. I don't think most people even understand them or care about them. And motherfucker, I was so... I don't even remember what I said the day I got married, I'll tell you right. But what I will tell you is the ending of every vow is till death do us part. And that's as dumb as, as hell. Do you understand me? That is as dumb. To say that your friend's family or your wife uh, is not is not going to meet you in heaven, then what the fuck is heaven? Right. Right? That's a good Are point. Are you telling me? Yeah. Right. When you get, the, like, the vows say until death do us part, and people, when someone passed, like, oh, that's so bad. But in sense, that's completely ridiculous because when you get to heaven, if you believe in a greater person than you, whether or not you're a Christian believer or whether or not you believe in, you know, Muslim or you are, you know, Jewish or, you know, whatever you believe in, if you believe in a higher being, you believe that after, after life, you're going to be taken somewhere and be able to see the glories of life, right? To know more suffering. No more worrying about where you're going to get your food, where you're going to lay your head. Can you afford your bills? Can you live in the society you live in? But people want to say, well, then it's death to us part. Well, right. that's as dumb as hell. You're talking about when you get to heaven, you're not going to see your mother, your grandfather, your, you know what I mean? You better hope I see my grandmother because if I don't, Jesus has got to fight the heel one cape, bro. Right. Because if she ain't up here, where the fuck is she in hell? Yeah. So it don't make no sense. But anyway... I don't want to get into that because that, that's a whole different level. Yeah. Uh, what I want to do is, is I want to tell you I love you, and I want to say that every time that we get on live broadcast, man, we're going to bring up certain topics, and I, and I want to bring up major topics uh, always you know, somewhere in our thing. And today I want to put out there domestic violence. Is in, you know, it's in people. It's in humans. It's in, they beat animals. They beat all kinds of things. So if you're being abused in any way, shape, or form, reach out, whether it's down 91 or reaching out to a friend like me, and I'll help you through that process. Or a friend like Biggs, right. you know what I mean? Abuse is, is no good. But, I mean, I'm sure throughout our podcast, we'll always give a shout-out to something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, For sure. Yeah, like, kid, like, I mean, I'm serious. Like, it, so many people talk, and they just want the camera, but they're not going to talk about, you know, like, my wife's grandfather's disease, kidney, uh, kidney uh, polycystiosis. Excuse me, I didn't mention that correctly. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's all these different things. Brain, uh, brain cancer. There's all these things that, like, you know what, no matter what, if you guys are listening, when we mention it, you're going to hear it for one second and maybe make you think about it. So if you're listening right now, you know, we do have somebody in me and Biggs' family that's suffering from brain cancer. So support people any way you can. Pray for the people with brain cancer. Pray for their strength. And pray for everybody. You know what I mean? And I don't care if you're praying yeah. to God or you're praying to, you know, whoever. Take a minute and think about it. Right, yeah. That's, 
absolutely. That was that was definitely well said. All right, so you said for your favorite food, it's pizza. So I'm going to blow it off mine. Chicken Parmesan, you know what I mean? Yeah. It used to be from a certain restaurant, but now it's Julie. So the wife makes the chicken parm, you know what I mean? It's got to be crispy chicken, not soggy, right? Cause oh, yeah. Mozzarella, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So chicken parm is my number one. And then my number two all favor is a fucking cheesesteak. Oh, yeah. If I had to, if I go out to restaurants like you got cheesesteaks, yeah, all right, I'm gonna eat that. If I go out to a nice restaurant, you got chicken parm, all right, I'm gonna eat that. That's pretty much Reds. I'm plain Jane, bro. Those two options I'm getting. My wife, she'll try this or try this or try this. You know, she does her thing, but and you will even do a little bit of trying. But I'm a, I'm a strict, I'm a strict motherfucker. If it's good food, nice restaurant, they hopefully they have chicken. First time I went to a nice restaurant, they're like uh, Italian restaurant. Ask them if they got hot dogs or not. You know what I mean? I'm like, you got hot dogs? And they're like, excuse me? I'm like, you got hot dogs? You know? <laughs> like, how the hell do I know what to order? But that's, again, we'll talk about a different li- a different time, different life. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway. Listen, I mean, tell me this. You've been on the line for a minute. You know, we're live out here. Do we got some listeners or what? Um, a couple, it looks like. Okay, well, shout out to everybody listening. I know my wife's one of them. Hey, baby. So she probably logged off. She's probably like doing something stupid. <laughs> oh, look, she gave me a dirty look. Excuse me. You got to watch her shit. As soon as you talk shit, next thing you know, you got a baseball bat to the face. You know what I mean? <laughs> I should have never, I should have never taught her that trick. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm anyway. not messing with her. <laughs> I'm not messing with it either. Listen, I mean, I hope everybody out there, like I said, man, listen to our live broadcast. Biggs is real interested in this live stuff. I've never been on any social media platform. I love Biggs to death. I promote him. I'm for him. I want you guys to be for him. He's an amazing father. You know, I'm a good, great father too, but, you know, promoting Biggs, he's a great guy, and he's tried a lot of times on these social media platforms just to have his voice heard. And you know what? This is one voice you want to hear. Biggs has got plenty of stories that will reach so much of this audience that uh, you guys will be able to relate. I got some good stories, too. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Some of them are whatever. But in reality, when you put our two stories together, it's like power. It is. It is big power. Like Even some of your stories are far more greater than mine. And like you said. No, everybody's journey is different, but everybody's journey was meant by God. So you know what I mean? Uh, you know, I don't agree with that. I don't agree that because I had a, you know, done this or done this. My life is no better than yours, bro. We just saw it through different glass. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, we were in the same vase because we're brothers. You know what I mean? Exactly. But in sense, I don't think there's any difference than, uh, you know, my my most best story compared to your most best story. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we, we we both have some have has a have a story to tell and like and we're gonna hey, listen get it to out us. follow us on all platforms yeah. let us up all platforms all platforms are out there like i said we just wanted to do this quick little you know intro i guess if you will since this is our first um <coughs> our first stream um as a podcast on here so we have so much to tell like it's we have a lot of plans you know, for the show, it's 
Yeah, and plans to get you guys to interact with Exactly. Not only do you, right, we, we just don't want you just to listen to us. We want you to tell your story, too, and we'll exactly. get it on Exactly. This is exactly you know? what we want. Like, you know, you know, a lot of these other podcasts are just out there talking about themselves and, you know, talking about certain things. Yeah, we're going to be talking about certain topics, but we want to get you guys involved, too. So, yeah, and like, you want to listen because I'm a fucking I'm a Democrat. <laughs> Are you Republicano? I am a registered Republican. Yes, I am. So like we might even get. And I see in. that. I see that. I see that nice tattoo of the Eagles. Are you gonna get Jalen Hurts tattooed on you if he wins Not before next year? No. <laughs> Me neither. I'd sell that motherfucker the second you get a chance. If I hear about one more fucking Philadelphia Eagle, now I'm a diehard Philly fan, man. I'm born and raised in the motherfucking in 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 in, in, in it. now. I need to calm down because I'm live on video. But I'm gonna tell you why. I hear all this. Oh, let's trade this guy. Let's do this. If I keep hearing about Philadelphia, man, I'm not gonna be happy, man. I'm tell you what. That quarterback Jalen Hurts. If you see this live in any day, shape, or form, I'm gonna remain calm. I've been just edited by my team, and I'm being told to calm down. Yep. <laughs> That's what happens. You got flagged. <laughs> yep, I got flagged. I mean, people are telling me that is it. My team is telling me to stop where I'm at. But you know what? You know that I'm going to end it. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say this to you, Jalen Hurts. Peace be with you, bro. <laughs> I mean, is that not nice? Fuck, I should get a free Philly cheesesteak for that nice comment. Oh, God, yeah. Send me one, too. Please. Oh, man, if I get a whiz without right now with them cheese fries, oh, oh my bro. God. Oh, and they know when I bro. come. No I'm one no you. one down no one down at Pat Steaks gets the sandwich. I get that cut in half, you know what I mean? It's got to be a certain way. Anybody else will get next down there. They see the red. They're like, oh, look, I'll, I'm getting dirty. Looks I'll tell I've, I've had some. Can I get a? I had some pretty decent cheesesteak down here but it ain't oh, like home man, man. There, not, no one does a better cheesesteak than philly yeah and philly philly guy got good cheesesteaks but you know what i'm gonna tell you what i'm gonna tell you what i'm from philly diehard you know i won't take my son down there my wife down there i had to get a bulletproof vest for my fucking son for my wife i gotta carry these in the car now based because of how people are fucking acting out here like literally in my trunk of my car I have a Kevlar vest that will sit over my wife's chest and one to sit over my son in his in his baby carriage because that's how it's gotten. I mean, you cut someone off and it's like, God forsaken. I don't live nowhere near Philadelphia, but I'm going to tell you what, man, how those guys are acting down there. I don't give a fuck how their cheesesteaks taste. I don't want them. But I will tell you, I don't give a shit what anybody says, man. Pat steaks all day right here, right, guys? Uh, more of a... Uh... I know, I know, I know. Listen, you go down there, and you, you know when you eat, you love to enjoy the taste, you know. And if you do this too much to Pat, you'll be like, "Damn," you know what I mean? You can't do too much taste, and you gotta eat it. It's too touristy. You know? Yeah, like, it's rough. Man. It's for tourists. Sometimes it's rough. There's nobody that beats them French fries or them cheese fries, man. But I, I will say, hey, I won't take it. They do have a pretty good cheesesteak. I'm just saying it's more for tourists. No, it's definitely not more for tourists. It's the original cheesesteak. More for tourists is like when you walk into, like, 
let's just go across the street, you know, where they got that little show area and this and that. And then you go to other areas. Everybody's about the tourist. Pat Stakes is original. Pat Stakes is a taxi driver that rode up there and it gave them an idea and they took that idea and they ran with it. Their steak is like no other. The cheese that's there has been specifically made for their organization. You can't even, like, I went to the store so many times. I bought filet mignon. I cut my shit up real nice. Get me some cheese whiz. I mean, it is shit. You cannot get, when you go down there, next time you're down in town, I know you're a Florida boy now, Florida. The next time you're down in town, me and you go down there. I mean, I got a cab lot of opinion. I mean, you can't go down there without it. No fuck you laughing. You can't go down there without it. I don't give a shit. You know, well, Disney's throwing a hundred anniversary down there at the museum right now. I can't even take my son and my wife it's down to see hole. this. It's a shithole. It is. Mm-mm. It is a fucking shithole. It is. I was just It's not even it's not even it's not that it's a shithole. It's that there became for some reason it became ruleless. There used to be rules in the hood, you know? I mean, for some reason now, it's like, you know, they just don't care if they want to shoot somebody because something or, you know, it ends up that they shoot out in front of the person's school. Like, it's a shame. It's a shame. And you know where where it starts is, you know, no offense, but politicians that care. Um, That's where it starts. They have all that city Congress, all these people, city this, city this. They all go into that beautiful building with those, you know, beautiful, you know, redwood tables and marble everywhere and hundreds of security guards but they go in that building every day and not one of them they all say they do they all walk down their streets surrounded by police it's a shame philly could be safe philly could be safe because the people of philadelphia like myself i don't live in philly but i I, but i have ton of ton of respect for and raised out there i'm going to tell you one thing right now is well for part of my life but i'm going to say this right now about philadelphia is it can be saved it's truth that it's a city of brotherly love, you know, that people don't want the crime out there. It's just, you know, becoming a place where bullying has gotten so bad that it's not cool unless you got bodies on your knee. Right. It's no longer cool to walk down the streets of Chicago or Philly or New York. When it comes to the toughness, they look at you and it's like, oh, it's no longer you beat that guy up at the basketball court or you beat that guy up at the mall. It's, hey, listen, you shot two people. Now leave him alone. Yeah. So it's almost gotten to a point where these men and women down there almost have to create this level of violence in order to ensure their own protection and in, in order to ensure every block understands for a five mile radius. That's that dude or that girl that won't take that shit. Right. And where that stops and ends is police, police, you know, and stop bullying everywhere, you know. I mean, down in Philly right now, they just took a school and it had asbestos, and they took that school and put them five miles over in Strawberry Mansion District. Now, if you take anybody from, you know, one town to another, there's definitely problems. Even if you took someone from a suburban area like Souderton to North Penn, mm-hmm. it's a different environment, different people. That's five miles away. Now, in Philly, that's even worse because they've been understanding that you don't leave your block, you're safe. So now they've taken these children and say, well, we're going to put you in another school because they're asbestos. These kids are so afraid out of their mind. they got every right to be. I mean, are you kidding me? Oh, this is the fix because of asbestos. You guys are crazy. No one understands the life of family anymore that's a politician. 
Biden doesn't understand it. Trump didn't understand it. And, you know, you thought maybe Obama did, but it's almost like he didn't understand either. What person anymore understands what it is to try to break down your bills in a month, your food in a month, and still have extras to do, you know, things with your kids and children in safe zones? You know what I mean? Right. Hmm. That's crazy. a whole different topic. It's it a whole different topic. Yeah, and we'll and we'll we'll get into all that shit because we like what I said. We have a lot to talk about, a lot. Yeah, and and basically with this podcast, not only is it gonna you know be there, Biggs is gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna enjoy it. But you know when people do do these things to make us you know have opportunities on financial levels, we're gonna make sure that places get fed, that people have opportunities, that boys and girls club passes are bought by us. You know, you if you if your kid wants to be in your single mother, single father part of a sports team, if I make some money on any kind of platform, I'm going to ensure that kid has an opportunity to play. You know, your daughter's about to go through a beauty pageant. I mean, they're talking about thousands of dollars to ensure she can enjoy her time. I mean, come on now. Oh yeah, I just uh, when you really mm. realize like how expensive some of this shit is too, like just to get her freaking. Beauty pageant going? Oh, it's crazy. It's my wife and I, my wife and I sponsor the soccer team. We're like, oh, no problem. We'll buy you guys pizzas. And the next thing they're like, oh, can you buy us jerseys? Like, oh, we'll buy you jerseys. Oh, can you buy us uh, soccer ball? We'll buy a soccer ball. Oh, and can you buy us trophies at the end of the year? And we're like, oh, we'll buy the trophies. Like, wait, no other team has a sponsor to pay for trophies. Can you pay for every kid? What? We're like, yeah, well, yeah. So the wife's like, you know what, we should do it. Every kid deserves a trophy. We paid for every all these teams to get the trophy, but then we never sponsored again because how can you do that? Right. You know, we That's... thought we'd buy this kid a team pizza, enjoy it. I mean, they made us a bunch of cards. You know, we did our best and we helped them out and made us feel good. But, you know, it's a shame that there's not people out there helping those people, you know? That's sad. Yeah. All right, listen, listen to Red and Big Podcast. Get your opinions out there, you know, and, and I'm going to tell you what, we're going to give you our opinions. Like I said, we came from two different worlds, but you know what? God made us all or a greater being made us all. So we're all brothers and sisters out there. So let's put our opinions out there together and uh, let's make someone's day better. So by listening to this, I hope your day was better. You enjoyed it. And if you don't listen to it, that's okay. If you ever come across this video, may God bless you or, or whoever you believe in truly. Right. And um, just be Be true to yourselves and stop, you know, abuse. Simple as that. Right. And um, yeah. we will leave, leave it at that. And um, we'll um, let you know what our schedule is like. Because I, um, I think mostly we do, um, we're going to be doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So um, Yeah, we're going to be doing a lot, but we're going to try to make sure it's on time. Listen, Reds and Bigs do have different, you know, different lives. So. Sometimes, you know, I have a huge farm, a lot of animals. Sometimes things go weird. Biggs has a, a big family. He's got a lot of responsibility. So there's sometimes we won't be exactly on the day, but we'll be out there and we'll be listening. And talk to us so we can talk back to you so we can get your opinion across too. Right. All right? Biggs, I'm out. All right. Y'all have a good night. And thanks May for God watching. bless you, okay? Yeah, may God bless you. And always remember... Uh, if there's domestic violence out there, stop at wideshead.911. Exactly. God bless.